Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking, and join in on the conversation. Well, in the same country. Here. We're, we're here together. We did it. We did. We did it. Yay for us. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome back to the Cold Show. For the episode everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the thief. No, the cook, the thief, his, his wife, wife, and her lover. Her lover. Long we heard you all requesting <laughs> it, and we finally are showing it. We listened. You're welcome, America. You're welcome, Portugal. And the world. <laughs> That's right. What? This is sarcasm. It is. Well, it is and isn't, but hey. Well, someone we, asked for it. <laughs> we've been gone for a while. Some have been traveling. Some have been doing whatever the hell you guys did. <laughs> so, you know, but... We're here. We finally made it. The family is back together. The family unit for Thanksgiving. Uh, it's been, whew, it's been a month basically. Yeah. So, I well, I mean, yes, but no. I feel like we went really hard in October. Think so? We did. Okay. So people were like, "I need to lay down." <laughs> they <laughs> couldn't take anymore. They couldn't take they anymore. They needed a break. They were done with us. They needed a break. But we have all of our episodes planned out for the end of the year. Yes. We sure do. Yeah. <laughs> Come in. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Including, we should tell people now, we should tell them the New Year's Eve. Our rockin' New Year's Eve. Oh, is it back? <laughs> yeah. Our rockin' New Year's Where we do Eve? a live show. Don't sue us. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Ryan Dick Tracy Seacrest Clark New Year's Eve. It's not rockin'. It's um, boppin'. It's our boppin' New Year's Eve. <laughs> be no rocking anyway um so that's always fun and we just stream for a long period of time and do a lot of funny silly fun stuff so. yes indeed that'll be a hoot again yeah. uh other than that um i guess caleb will let us know who is with us all right in the chat just bust out the planchette writing down some last minute names here okay so in studio Running things, as always, are Obi-Wan of OBS. Producer Scott. That one's still good. That one's still fresh. I like that one, yeah. We have got Haley, the PA. Are you PAing today, or are you just uh, viewing? Support. Emotional, emotional okay. Support. Our, our, support our emotional s- support friend. How's all, that? All the above. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. We appreciate okay. it. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, pod people of the future. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Hopefully you. you get to listen to this. I don't know. We had some problems last time, so... Yeah. Sorry, um, Potter. It's been, it's been even longer for them. Yes. So our mics weren't so good okay. last episode. Well, finger, fingers crossed that this time mm. it works. Let us know if you get to hear it <laughs> in the future. <laughs> uh, but then in live chat right now, we've got Miss Movie Bufflora, yeah, Mindy, Horror Movie Addict. Mindy. Tommy Levette. Tommy. And Mark Visions Truth. Mark. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody Berkey. else? Not Berkey seeing anyone. Maybe some people lurking. Thank you guys for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. We missed you all. And to that, we wish you a very happy Friday. Cheers. Chin chin. Cheers.
So refreshing. Ah, Okay. Thanksgiving in a cup. So let's talk about what we've been doing before we talk about the cook, the cock, the wife. I think I got it right. Okay. I actually wrote these down because I wanted to not forget them. Interview with the vampire, you guys. Yeah. Interview with the mother effing vampire. So we got the trial because it's on AMC Plus and we don't have that channel so that we could watch it. Oh my God, it is so good. I know Caleb is a huge fan of Anne Rice, just mm-hmm. like I am, and I'm sure lots of you are as well out there. Um, I thought the changes were great. Um, I thought that there was like a lot of like um, dialogue that's like verbatim from the books. Like, I think the heart is true. I think it's wonderful. It is gay, gay, gay as you wanted it to be, and beautiful, and. <sighs> loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I have a tiny gripe, but it's kind of like a little bit more of my own thing. But other than that, I think the choices, the changes, perfect, while also still being like a really beautiful and true adaptation. I love the people that are on the show. They did a companion podcast. Um, so we got lots of behind the scenes things and interviews oh, nice. and stuff. And that just like makes the whole experience like even richer. So interview with the vampire. She's here for it. She's here for it. Um, okay. Then I watched a movie on Shudder called Salom, Salom, S-A-L-O-U-M. It is a Senegalese horror movie. It's the first horror movie I've ever watched that's from Senegal. Mm, And it's um, in French with subtitles. And it kicked ass and I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, Go into it as blind as possible. And just um, enjoy the ride. I think you guys would really like it. Okay. I think a lot of our um, audience would really like it. So I love it. Senegal, give us more horror movies. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Nice. Um, I finally watched Queer for Fear on Shudder. I uh, loved yes. it. Thought it was great. So um, good. You'd brought that up a while ago. Actually, that's been on my list for like a while now because we didn't, our show didn't happen two weeks ago. So, yeah. you know, I'm just yeah. sort of tacking on. Um, I started Guillermo del Toro's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, only two episodes in. Okay. Loving it. Think it's great. Um, oh, shit, and then that. yesterday just started Wednesday. That's what I forgot to say. And then we started Wednesday. <laughs> two episodes in. I think I'm four in now, okay. and I think it's great. I, My it's, heart exploded <laughs> with love. It's so good. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I've got. Oh, okay. High five. Yeah. High five. Cool. I got, I'm behind, so I still have two episodes left of Cabinets of Curiosity. Okay. Haven't got to Wednesday right. yet, which I really want to do, so I'm, I'm still catching up. Okay. Um, we'll allow it. Uh... You may notice I am wearing, I am wearing creep show stuff. Creep show on creep show. So colorful. Creep show on creep show because creep show all the way down. While we were gone during our hiatus, creep show celebrated its 40th anniversary. It had birthday. November 10th, 1982. Happy birthday. So 40 years. I just wanted to uh, give a little shout out to creep show. There's another reason I'm wearing this crazy colorful concoction, which will come up as we start discussing our (laughs) movie. Um, also, Dahmer. I got through Dahmer. I know it's kind of it's everyone's done Dahmer by now, maybe, but I finally got through it. Yeah. Um, I finally got that goddamn song from Casey and the Sunshine Band out of my head. <laughs> Please don't go. 
don't go. No. It's like they play it over and over, and you just kind of like walk around. And at least I did for in a days for like weeks. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. humming the you know the opening to that song. Mm -hmm. But um, I thought it was fantastic. I know you we watched love and it. loved it, right? Did love you see it? it? Not yet. Okay. No. But like I said, Nisi Nash, here's your word. I love you. Thank but Evan was awesome. And he was, all but the supporting like, cast, I love so. her. And it's like all of her years of service. <laughs> I feel like she really, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, I don't know. She. A lot of people obviously knew her and loved her, but a lot of people didn't know her. Mm. And it's like, yeah, we've all been saying she's fucking amazing since like Reno 911. Reno, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're nothing but great so, things. So I still think it's a, it's a, you know, it's going to be a... A fever dream? <laughs> yeah, fever dream and or a, um, you know... Fool's April Fool's joke. But. Well, I know a lot of the things that happened in it art didn't really happen. No, no. And like, it's, it's kind of like he's kind of spoofing total revisionist. the biopic yes, in it's, general. No, the whole yeah. thing is a parody of parody, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's got a sense of humor that I was not expecting. Um, I can I honestly can't rec recommend it enough. I mean, Rachel okay. Lee Cook playing Madonna, um, and then, of course, Daniel... Radcliffe playing so Bird Al. Yeah. I mean, it was, and there's a lot of uh, cameos in it. It's just, it's, nice. it, it really, it's better than I ever thought it would be. I'll be honest. Ooh, so yay! I, I was just like, wow, this is really funny. They did a great job with it. Um, and then finally, as you guys know, I was, or maybe you don't know, but I was abroad. Yep. I was in Ireland and Scotland for a couple weeks, discovering the world. Yourself. Myself, exactly. <laughs> So I got arrested only once for doing it, but it's okay. This was your eat, pray, so, love. <laughs> were you looking for things that belong in a museum? I was looking. <laughs> I was looking for all kinds of things, Caleb. Looking for my twig and berries, but um, anyway, didn't find them. So uh, instead of trying to talk about what I did, what I saw, I just threw together what I thought was going to be a quick little compilation, so you guys could see it. Okay. Um, but it ended up being like 14 minutes long. But we're going to show it now, um, so that we get an early bathroom break. So please enjoy oh, okay. this look at the last two weeks of my life. That twist ending. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? Man. Twist Whew. ending, though. Yeah. Dang. Oh, no. Nessie forced me to stand in the corner with my back turned, you know, and just waiting. <laughs> it was kind of weird, but anyway. So, yeah, in a nutshell, basically, I harassed my wife for two weeks straight. Is that different than if you were here? You just did it on a different continent. I I wish the review tonight was about that. Because that was brilliant. I laughed so much. I laughed. I cried. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you were. You know, one thing I didn't get, our car did, I did pop a tire at one point in Ireland. As you really thought you were going to die. Yeah, so we were in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of sheep, so... But I wasn't in the mood at that point to get the camera out and start filming. You were just like swearing. I was like, just like, you were like the dad and... No, I didn't have the thing. So in the rental car, so it was like, you know, it was rainy and getting dark. Anyway, got it. that's a whole story. All right. Yay! Well, thanks. thanks for watching, guys. That's great. So, and yes, Tommy, the birds liked me. There was, <laughs> yeah, yes. it was a nice bird. It was, we had a nice little breakfast there in this in the Trinity College, and uh -huh. uh, the birds would just come around and say hi. Hello, hello. Yeah. Hello, good day, Governor. Well, very jealous. Well, I'm, yeah. We're painfully, I, disgustingly jealous. <laughs> I'll take you with me. And I got uh, this. I got this souvenir from the rental car company. It says "Drive on the Left." <laughs> so, I, I would absolutely need that. I probably need that tattooed. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. Thanks that's for watching, a, that's everyone. That's important. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. New subscriber alert, though. 
Phil Enders, Mario Cabrera Jr. Oh my god. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Thank, Thank you for joining us. Welcome, new friends. Yay. I love you most of all. All right. All right. Shall we watch a movie and review it? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> well, we're not going to really watch it here. Okay. This film tonight uh, was picked by Caleb, and it is called... And Neil. Well, it was really mostly a Caleb pick, I think. I feel I feel like it was all Caleb's fault. You feel, no. you feel partially responsible? No, I you mean, know what? I, I don't care. I will take it. That's fine. The cook, but that, this, that can't just be my pick, then. <laughs> well, you're never going to get pick again. I have not picked anything in a really long time. <laughs> this was a dual pick. I'll take half the... Okay. The cook, the thief... His, His wife, wife, her brother. Lover, brother. brother. <laughs> um, it was written and directed by Peter Greenaway. This was my first Peter Greenaway film. And <laughs> you can Probably find, your last. You can find a lot of people on the internet d- discussing his films, and a lot of them say this was not one of the better ones. A lot of people say it's one of their favorites. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Um, can I just... Can we just get into it? Can I just get into Let's it? Let's get into, into it. it. Sure. So film? Okay. So... It's a highly stylized film, and sometimes when you watch highly stylized films, um, they make you feel like, oh, this is like a really cool piece of art. Sometimes they can make you feel like things are distracting. Sometimes they can make you feel like this is a bit pretentious. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> I would have liked this movie if it was a short. I mean, like, maybe 30 minutes long. And that's not just because I don't like long things. I think this would have been a better vehicle for me to enjoy it if it had just been like short explosion of, of eye candy. Um, I found the plot and the dialogue to be painful. <laughs> painful. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you people. Long-winded. Um, and just, you know, I was watching it. And I'm like, this just feels like it's, there's no reason for the story. It just feels like it's a, a vehicle to like show everything he wanted to show. Lots of showing and not a lot of substance. And sometimes that can work for me. Again, I think it's more like in short bursts it works better for me. So then I was, like, researching this, and I was like, I'm not crazy. That's actually this style of filmmaking, which is formalist film theory. Um, It's an approach to film theory, according to Wikipedia, that is focused on the formal or technical elements of a film, i.e. the lighting, the scoring, the sound, and the set design, the use of color, shot composition, and editing, and it is not focused on the plot plot yeah um clearly clearly <laughs> and not for me not your i'm cup gonna send it tea. back to the kitchen <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah and i have my notes are like a stream of consciousness so look forward to that all right um okay. what do y'all think about Go ahead, Caleb. Well, okay. So first of all, we should say why we picked this film in the first place. So we have a tradition now for Thanksgiving. We pick kind of a fucked up film and to discuss, right? Uh, Usually something involving 
things you put in your mouth, <laughs> not necessarily food. Whoa. So, you know, the first time we did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, second was Cannibal Holocaust. Last year we did Sallow. And so I think this was right yep. there with those ones. Uh, I, I will have to I say that I enjoyed this one a lot more than Cannibal Holocaust or Sallow. Um, I, I do not understand why it was rated NC-17. Uh, I've obviously seen much worse. Um, I thought it was beautiful to look at. Uh, I think his use of color and lighting and, you know, costuming and everything was, I mean, was great. So I... I enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh, the last time I saw it, I was probably 16 years old. I had to lie to the person at the box office about how old I was because I wasn't 17 yet. Uh, this is another Center. lakeside. This is another lakeside movie before I even worked there. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. First of all, that Caleb, you sought this film out. Yes. To watch it. Was it like what's playing at the local theater that I can get into? Or you're like, this movie sounds interesting. I want to go watch this. You remember? 35 years ago is a long time. I, I, I you know, or 32, however so many years. 30 plus years. The fifth. That's a long time. I really don't remember why. Okay. I, I think it's because NC-17 was a new rating that had just yes. come out. Okay. And the newspaper was probably making a big to-do about this theater that didn't work out yet, that yeah. was playing independent films and had a double feature of two NC-17 films. What was the other one? Yeah, what was the other uh, one? It was, uh, called, it was a Spanish film called Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. Was that NC-17? Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So I know you had that other one Pedro did that was Bad Education or something like that it was called. Anyway, okay, cool. I'm taking the pen away. Well, it won't. I don't want to write. You're trying to get to it to work. You try really hard. Your, your segment later. Oh, that's true. Because the other one that was here that works is not here anymore. Where'd it go? But, I don't know. But anyway, we need Haley the PA to find uh, some pen. <laughs> anyway, if she were doing her job, instead of watching videos, <laughs> no, um, I'd be anywhere but here. I I like this movie. So I haven't seen it since we played it in the theater. And yep. I watched it then, I, and I remember, um, because I had to clean the theaters, I would stand in the back and wait for it to get out, you know, and I, so I, I can remember the end, uh, when, it, when I watched it again, it all came flooding back, and like, I mean, it hit me hard, and I was like, oh my so god, I remember the music, back. and I remember so all this stuff. Um, yeah, I know, I, I don't know what the, I guess I know what the hatred would be, but at the same time, I think I accept it for what it was, which is, like you said, the, the plot was... Like you said, it was basically nothing. This, me, this this dude just showing you how shitty he is, you know, and then yeah. um, and what the wife does basically behind his back, and then but it's all about like you said the costuming and the lighting and the set design, all that kind of stuff, which is what I really enjoyed about it. I I don't think it's visually so, stunning. I okay. think the colors are ugly. I don't. I don't. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, Michael Gambon, I love Michael Gambon. <laughs> and he, I think, was great in this movie, but he, he's also the only person that has anything to do in this movie. So, yeah, um, he definitely has like 90% of the dialogue. 90% of the dialogue. Um, yeah, and I, I love him. So it was, that was fun. He really, I'm sure, had a lot of back pain from carrying this movie for two <laughs> fucking hours and four minutes. Um, 
So yes, John Paul Gaultier did the fashion. It's very high fashion, 1989, and so I, I appreciate that it is a time and place and piece. Aesthetically, I just did not find it pleasing. Um, can we just? We'll just go. We'll just go through it. So we get Tim Roth as a fetus. This was like he's like a toddler in this movie. This had to be one of his earliest film credits. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't even know that Reservoir Dogs. No, no that's come like out yet. Like, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, yep. I, I said it here. Dumbledore is mean. <laughs> Later played Dumbledore. Around his many other brilliant credits, they um, established very quickly. He is mean. That Albert is a son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he yeah. is yeah. a very. I mean, he is an antagonist to the end. I yeah. mean, he's. You know quickly. <laughs> um, I can also tell you too, producer Scott disliked this movie more than I did. Like, I think he actually became, like, he caught a fever. Like, he came down with an illness after watching this movie. Angry. Angry Angry hate. hate. And again, like, for me, I didn't find this movie controversial, envelope-pushing, gasp-shocking. I didn't find any of that. I'd probably rather watch Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, but not okay. um, <laughs> so for you guys who love to defend this movie, what the fuck is with that kid in the singing? What the <laughs> fuck is with that kid? Scott could not stop. And like our cat was freaking the fuck out because the horrible kid would sing and it scared the cat. And then Scott's like, ah, like singing at the cat. He like, my hustle. I know. I actually had to look up what he was, but <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. not know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, he's a dishwasher, right? Yes. And what things do you have better to do when washing dishes other than to sing a concerto or concerto, you know, some kind of operatic something or another. And and he was a little boy. Like if you took someone from the the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and dropped him into this film. Or like a Venetian choir of a... Some sort of boys. The, the movie opens with curtains opening. Yes. You know, yeah. and so I just feel it's it's just, you're just in for a visual treat, you know, or an auditory treat. And, <laughs> right. I feel you know, like they just like happen to get this treat. little, you know, soprano kid. <laughs> a castrati. I, I can tell you, and maybe this isn't the right place now, but I can tell you where, what that piece that child singing does for me in the film. <laughs> what does it do you know? for you, <laughs> But So, in a whole... Okay, you know what? <laughs> my outfit here? Yeah. My outfit, to me, kind of describes the movie, right? Sure. It's extremely colorful and disorienting. I so, wouldn't say this movie was extremely yeah. colorful. It's three colors. Well, in regards to in regards to like movies and their use yeah. of colors, it, the colors are very in your face, right? I love this. So, this but, I love. This and, I love. Anyway, but I mean, I don't know. The movie to me, the film starts out. I don't. It's just. It, it's. I mean, jeez. It starts out like with a beating. And, and, and like, and dog crap yeah. smeared all over the yeah. restaurant owner. And it just starts out in a very mean, negative way. Doesn't get any better from there. It gets worse. And, um, the, the, the boy singing just throws more chaos into it for me. Like, you're just, to me, like, I assaulted my ears, you know, and I'm just kind of like, like, you know, I was like, ugh, what's going on here? Yeah, you know, kind of thing. You felt uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I, I like the movie that made me feel that way. And speaking of cannibal Period. holocaust, dead animals everywhere. Dead animals everywhere. <laughs> At least they weren't. Uh, for yeah. me as a, as a veggie type, 
I yes. told Scott, I was like, this is fucking revolting. <laughs> yes, I, we, we, believe me, we knew, <laughs> we knew like, that was a thing. And it's just you. like, okay. There's the two trucks that pull up, and then the de- <laughs> yeah. with all the dead animals, and great. the meat delivery. <laughs> um, no, I get that it's supposed to be like a play. I get that it's supposed to be like vignettes. Cool. Um, and then I said, oh, good, the kid's singing again. <laughs> And again. Because you don't have to wait long to hear that beautiful angelic voice. Oh, look at this comment I have here. Yeah. Helen Mirren's black mop hat looks like Mo Howard's wig. <laughs> okay. Mo from, from uh, Three Stooges. Three Stooges, yeah. Where was okay. why? Okay. It was Mo's hair on her head. She scalped Mo <laughs> to make a hat. Um, so you don't like any of the... Like, the film, I mean, aside from, okay, you have the, the opening scene with the beating and the dog poop smearing and all that stuff, That's right? Great. yep. And then it gets into what's just one of many long side tracking shots, right? Where Correct. all the action is moving very slowly, the camera's just panning through the kitchen. Sure does. Then into the dining room, and then... <laughs> just keeps panning. And then there, and then it comes back, or whatever, so... Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of, it was a very simple in a way, but it had to be staged. It is, but it's set up very well because the kitchen is one color, the dining room's one color, the bathroom is another color, and everything changes. I guess for me, like, even her, even the color of Helen Mirren's clothes change when she goes from room to room. Right. I, I, somebody, theater background, like Scott as well, and you too. I mean, like, I, I get that. I've seen that. I wasn't like, Oh my God! Every room's a different color, and it's like a stage. Like I wasn't, I wasn't grabbed. I wasn't grabbed by by that. Um, I wrote some dialogue. Yes. Because there wasn't any. <laughs> so you wrote your own dialogue. I wrote my own dialogue. Oh, okay. Hi. I know we literally haven't spoke and just saw one another for the first time, but could you fondle me in this hallway? <laughs> Perhaps sex in the bathroom. I guess they had a romantic connection over how he can't eat food with a fork. Like a small child. <laughs> Who the the lover could? The, yeah, the, the Michael character. Oh. Yeah, I you know uh. again, they established that it's a play that it's not really reality. He is the polar opposite to Albert because he is quiet. He's not reading a know, book. He's reading a book. He's he's by himself you know, not in the big group. He probably he's you know okay. knows how to use a, a napkin <laughs> and you know he's not a fork though. He's, he's cultured uh, and and that's what she's attracted to. Scott, what did you call the the lover? You called him the most milk toast. Milk toast. <laughs> <laughs> milk toast. Um, like I and I say the lover is boring, bland, and a creeper. <laughs> he is a creeper. Creeper. Boring yeah, I, and bland, I'll take it. And yeah. That's what she liked. But Ab- he's always Ab- just absolutely. like. I think she wants boring and bland. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, she so certainly We haven't it. established what does Albert do? What is his stature in life? Al? He's a gangster he's a- and considers himself something of a gourmand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now he's a new restaurateur. Yes, the restaurant owner owed him. Yeah. And, so- and he is also, I would say, a monologuist <laughs> by trade. And like sometimes I don't know if they were supposed to be funny, but I was laughing. So there was kind of that too. I like- think there's a. Large, no, I, yeah, I would agree with that. I think they were that. supposed to like be like offensive the things he was saying too, but I was like, Some this is well, no, I, I, and I feel that they are just giving you just so much am- ammunition to just hate him 
you're, we're supposed to hate him. Yes. There's nothing redeeming about this no. person whatsoever. I think I got think more just, of Think Justin though. Long and Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you're just not supposed to like this person. He was the only one that would talk to me, though, so I kind of bonded <laughs> with him in this film. Um, could the movie be paced any slower? Yes, I think it could. Really? I'm not positive unless they literally slow motioned the film. I don't know. Yeah, I, I Again, it was two hours and four minutes long, and I had not a problem with it. Oh, my God. Scott and I took a stretch break. It's basically, I mean, it's, like you said, it's like it's vignettes of... Yes. Did you take a stretch break in an hour and a half long movie? I, I felt like taking like, a <laughs> like, nap nap in this movie. Just in the 14-minute clip I showed you got twice about the stretch. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch any of that. I'm just kidding. I was... No, I was glued to the screen for that video. And it was really funny because, like, this is, like, the twinsy. Because I would say something, and then you would say it in, like, the past. And it's like, stop. Yeah. Stop this twinsy life. Um... So the cook, <laughs> who believes in love. Um, the cook's a good guy. The cook's a great guy. Let's go have sex in the bread closet. <laughs> <laughs> That's our first sex scene is in the bread basket. In the bread right, room. Right, in the bread. Oh, my God. <laughs> the boy. He says at one point, should I sing for you? Christ, no. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. I'm trying to maintain an erection, boy. <laughs> Maybe you guys can explain to me why there's dogs everywhere. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, because they're they're fed. There's a lot of shit going on around there. Uh, sure. So it's symbolic. <laughs> I, I think metaphor. honestly, I think they're in a. It's a. They didn't say what city they're in, right? It's just kind of a random. Kind of French. It somewhere. seems kind of French, but not it really. It could be, but I don't know. But I, the large cities like that, where there's no animal control, at least back then. Oh yeah. Animal control. I don't know when this takes place. It could <laughs> don't be modern day. It could be <laughs> a little bit in the past. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, it's kind of in, in between times. But I mean, yeah. animals run loose, especially in the. Cause it, seemed, it wasn't like the best location for a restaurant. It seems like a bad especially part. Especially one. Well, they only show the back entrance too, right. so you have no idea what the front That's a even looks like. Yeah. Uh, Good point, but you know, and it is the back. Like, it does open with someone getting dog shit smeared all over him. So you know, I guess they just the food is prepared. <laughs> well, remember the sous chef is shirtless with a big old beard right. and no neck. <laughs> Funny. It's like I feel like they gave him like a lot of screen time, and then we didn't see him again until like the last right, act. And it was like, bit, yeah. and I'm like, where's where's the guy? Where's the guy with no shirt? Where's the no shirt yeah. guy? Where's he at? Where's yeah. the guy cook, cooking the soups? Right. <laughs> um, I dialogue. did like him holding the bowl on his, yeah. like, on his bare belly, st- stirring. Oh my god! Or like when Meryl, Stre- <laughs> I call him Meryl Streep. Street. When Helen goes back there and she's like all like, nah, 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 like eating, oh, that, like, dipping her finger in and there. I'm yeah. like, could we please use a spoon? Um, <laughs> Oh, I wrote more dialogue. Okay. Let's do sexual congress in the fromage room in front of these innocent cheeses. Okay, okay. I wrote some real dialogue that came from Albert. Can I read this is the line he said? Sure, it Please. can't be any worse than what I've written. This, this tells you how he thinks he's, like you said, like gourmand, right? Yeah, yeah. The line, the naughty parts and the dirty parts are so close together, shows how closely related sex and eating are. I mean... Come on. My, from my, you should put that on, like... That's on my gravestone. Embroidered, <laughs> embroidered on a tea towel for your kitchen. That's going to be... That's, that's what I want on my next shirt. And then, don't worry. The be, cold show. The naughty bits and the... <laughs> we're very close together. Um, so then the little boy gets his hair cut in the kitchen. Cool. Glad we, glad we showed that. Um, 
Oh, then I'm talking about Michael Gambon. I'm just going on about him. Things I've already said. I love him. The little boy gets more than his haircut, though, at one point. You oh, yeah. At one point, he's bathing in a pot in the back, too. Why do we need to see the child's haircut and bathing ritual in the kitchen? I just bad like, enough to hear him sing. I feel like it's just an absurdist reality going on in this film. You know what I mean? I With the pan. I mean, why not? They're having sex back there, too, so why not yeah, bathe and, and Yeah, room, I mean, first know? of all, Helen Mirren, God bless her, first of all. She was, oh, yeah. what, 45 ish during this movie, I think it was? I don't know for must, sure. Must um, been, which but. typically, that's when you start to age out of. You know, women of the nudity and this stuff, but I right. mean, her and her and her her lover in the movie film are you know naked through most of the film, running around in the back rooms of this restaurant yeah. or the you book do the, see depository. All the bits. You see all the bits. And I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I just respect her um, for doing that, and then. Um, you know, I don't know. I, mean, I just, I don't know. The it nudity was, doesn't bother me at all. No, the nudity is fine, but no, I just, I'm, I'm very them. impressed. I had a point with this, and I lost it. Um, we were talking about bathing and the boy. And the I don't know. Bathing oh, the boy. When, when they're having the relations in the different, the bread room, the cheese room, whatever <laughs> the bathroom, like the, the, but, the I book mean, room. The, once they're in the back, uh, the, the back locker. of the house, the yeah. back of house love making that was going on. Yeah, and everybody's just chill. There was yeah, yeah. there's people walking in. Like, they're in the bread room. People are just grabbing bread out of there. They're yeah. in the, you the know, meat the, locker. Get a pheasant. Like it was no big deal. They they were just doing it with. I think they all just hate <laughs> Albert so much that they're just like, yeah, fine, do it. Yes. It was interesting. Um, I think we were all waiting for sex in the meat locker, and we had to wait a real long time <laughs> to get that payoff. Um, boy in the pot. Okay, so this, I mean, at some point I started to just lose the thread. Um, I'm jumping way So Helen I'm Mirren, way ahead here, so. The, the wife of Albert, who is a gangster, yeah. basically is having this affair obviously behind his back, but right under his nose at the same time. Probably, they go to this restaurant every day. Probably not a good idea to have the affair in the restaurant. But that's how self-absorbed this guy is. With he his... catches on pretty quickly, actually, but, to their affair. Yeah, he needs help, though. He needs people telling him. Yeah, he's led there. You know, yeah. Yes, he is, he is just, um, I don't know, obsessive over his wife by nature. You obsessive, know? I would say. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he knows what's going on. It's not until that other woman tells him. One of his like, You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Like, he almost caught him in the bathroom that one time. That was a but cool again, scene. That has, was cool has no idea what's going on. But, yeah. Yeah. I did like that scene, though, yeah. where she comes out and he's standing, standing right there. there yeah. And, you know. Thank There's, God they didn't Michael, say anything. Michael immediately just, like, slinks back into the yeah, <laughs> slinks like stall. back into the stall. Um. There's a little bit of dialogue throughout the movie with Michael and Georgie, and it's very painful. Like, all of their dialogue is just... What did? It, what was the prick? She called the prick Marvelous or something? Marvelous, beautiful. beautiful. Something, yeah. We were laughing for a long time about that one. We're like, his, his beautiful <laughs> prick. They're English. They could have just chopped it off and hung it up in the meat room. <laughs> it's so darn Later. pretty. Later. Um, all of the rest of my notes are about the end of the film. Okay. So if you, so I'll wait till we okay. get there. Is there anything you want to say? Um, for a movie no, that I'm, you guys I'm, are like, it's no, no, so I'm trying to remember where we left off. Uh, okay. So they eventually get caught. Yes. Uh, Albert and his gang feed Michael pages from his book. And kill him. Well, actually, the the poor angel, angelic little opera oh, yes, he dishwasher, buttons. he gets 
physically assaulted. Yes, he yes. buttons that time. Um, and they cut off his arm. Start to cut off his belly button. <laughs> Can you cut off the belly button? <laughs> you cut it out. <laughs> yeah, I think he just cut it into it. Um, uh, okay, so he gets assaulted. That's how they find out where where the wife and the lover are. Excuse me, the book deposit. <laughs> uh, that should have made you happy. Oh, I love the books. The books were great. <laughs> I know. Would you like, like getting it on like in a room full of books? Should have been like, the whole on movie top was of that. books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. The everyone loves laying. On that was books. part two. Part two. They do that. <laughs> oh, great! This is a sequel. Oh, great! 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 <laughs> okay, so Albert and the gang they kill Michael by feeding him his favorite book. Yeah. So, Helen Mirren and her. I don't know. <laughs> Pain and her anguish and her yes. sadness over losing this beautiful, beautiful prick. <laughs> Marvelous. <laughs> Goes to the cook. Hell of a prick. Why, why is he called a cook, by the way? Isn't he like more of a chef? He's definitely a chef. Yeah. <laughs> I think cooked is He's like a better. chef. Just cuisine. sounds better. All right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Goes, goes to the cook and, and says, I want you to cook. Can I come Michael. in here? Can I come in here? Not I thought where, you said you were done. No, no. I said not till the end. Of, do I have more notes? A lady gets a fork to the face, and that was Michael, pretty cool. And Michael being force-fed book pages, and I, and I still wasn't interested. So that says something. I was still just like, ah. so that conversation with the cook. You missed a crucial part of that when she decides that their love was not real unless people saw them having sex, and so then she wants the cook to recount it. And she cries. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, what the actual fuck is this? I'm not moved. I don't feel whatever you're trying to make me feel. And then this is really like something that really bothered me. She tells him to cook Michael. Why did they, why did they put that conversation in there? Because the ending, in my opinion, would have been a lot more powerful if they just roll out Michael and I would have liked him to wear those little white things they put on turkeys <laughs> on his feet. Is that so much to ask? Why did they put it? Oh my God. Okay. I, they, they, they showed it and they shouldn't have showed it. But yeah, there's also the sex conversation. I, I agree with you on that because I thought the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, they probably should have cut that conversation because it would have been more effective just to have him rolled out. Without knowing what was going to happen. Takes the steam out. So I agree. That I do agree with. <laughs> yeah. Of Michael. Of Michael, <laughs> yeah. Who was still steaming at that point. He was. Yeah, he was. Very much so. <laughs> he was fresh from the oven. They must have had a big pizza oven. Yeah. They had a good pizza stone to put him on. And... <laughs> little corn, little cornmeal <laughs> down on there so he doesn't stick. For um, sure. Yes, what did you think? But everyone that, that he has yeah. wronged is in the procession, you know, holding right. the, a lot sooner. the Michael platter. Which was kind of interesting, because even the woman that got stabbed in the face, which yeah. was part of, yeah. you know, you're like, well, I don't know that I want you here. Yeah, <laughs> who invited that lady? Like, it's actually your fault that, yeah. that <laughs> yeah. this happened. Yeah. I thought it was funny was, so Tim Roth was still behind Albert, right? Yes. At that point, when, it, when they first bring yeah. Michael out and lay him yeah. in front of Albert. And then the, who was it? Someone just picks Tim Roth up like oh a wrestler. God. Turns out the people who work in the kitchen are like straight up WWE yeah. quality <laughs> wrestlers, and they just like dispatch two men. They just like, but they pick Tim Roth up, and you don't even see any. I, I'm like, I want to see. Does he get thrown out the off a balcony? Like, what happens? They just take him out. I know. And that's who it. knows? Like, there's no more Tim Roth. It's probably the shirtless sous chef. So yeah, it probably was. They cook him too. Probably they probably cooked him in a big stock pot. 
That would help. That would have been nice to see. So they basically, Albert, the revenge for Georgina and everyone really is to cook Michael and then force Albert to eat Michael. Have a little bite. Which just have one choo choo bite. Which I I love the ending because for again because it was uh, somewhat um, nostalgic for me because again I would sit in the back of the auditorium and wait for the movie to get out and I right. watched the end a lot. Yeah. So when it came up and then there's a scene like she's like you know she's they're, they're, she's doing the talking now at this point and she's basically you know you da 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 you know so here you go you said you were gonna eat them now eat them yeah kind of thing and then yeah. That scene where the camera then pans from her holding the gun at him, mm-hmm. and when he actually finally realizes what he has to do, and that music just gets like this really like crazy, like insane, like and disorienting kind of music where it's just all mm-hmm. like in your mm-hmm. face kind of thing. And then, I don't know, I love it. I just think it's a. I mean, I'm all for cannibalism in a film, and <laughs> but it was just unfortunate because at that point they just. They just lost me. I couldn't even enjoy the cannibalism. Wow. But it's probably, I think, the best part of the movie. It's probably the most, um, I don't know, I think the most effective, interesting scene, the music, the lighting, everything is, is the last scene. And it, and again, this is, like makes me feel like this would have been more powerful, in my opinion, as a short. And so then we could just, you know, get to that really good payoff. Okay. Yeah. But like, uh, like she says, her famous line, because Michael has played <laughs> full Monty <laughs> right there. And she says, try the cock, Albert. It's a delicacy. And you know where, where it's been. Exactly. <laughs> Which is like, She's serving at the end. She's serving at the end. <laughs> Which is awesome. It just, yeah. And then, yeah, and then just, he takes a bite. I just saw the movie in the end. Yeah. <laughs> and then she shoots him in the head you and know? says, he's cannibal. He does his little bite. <laughs> Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, he's not going to get through a whole Michael in one sitting. <laughs> not one sitting, no. I mean, he'd have to be like, can somebody at least please grab a fork? I mean, it's, like, it's like, if I eat all of Michael in one hour, do I get my name on the wall? I eat Michael. <laughs> hey, Mikey. I like no, it. I just find it amusing that she shoots him and then says cannibal. Yeah. Like, you could have shot him for so many other things, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, he was willing to, you know. <laughs> Eat someone, I guess. I don't know. I like it. I like the fact I, that I it agree was with dark you. I, at the end. Yeah. Revenge. But that's okay. You, you know what? You're not, okay not going to yuck own. my yum. I, <laughs> I liked it. And it's the best part. I'm and surprised you didn't part. like more. I'm honestly, I am surprised you didn't find the, the set design or the, you know, any of that, any of that kind of stuff more interesting. I, I didn't find but, it super visually appealing to me okay. for the things that I like to see. And then again, like I, I've discovered, I do. Even if it's a stupid plot, I still would like it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> something, some story. Okay. All right. Well, to move my two hours along. There you go. Two hours. So Caleb movie. and I enjoyed Scott. Sandra did not. Haley. I don't know did where not. Haley fits down. <laughs> Haley did, no. say did not. Did Haley not. two thumbs down. Thank you, Haley. You are the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> Nah. It must be it must be a generational thing, maybe. maybe. I wish I wish How's that I it? you know I thought this movie was controversial and cutting, but I just eh, cannibals, dime a dozen. Bad bad men, sure, <laughs> causing all kinds of trouble. He's a really bad dude. 
like I said, I think I got Stockholm like, Syndrome because like beating he's the up only Helen, one, beating up the little kid. He's the only one giving me anything to work with in this movie. So by the <laughs> end, I'm like, he's not such a bad guy. Like, he has a lot of really interesting things to say. Well, just kidding. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah, silly. Sandra's identifying. Yeah, you didn't like, do anything wrong. I could have lived that life. Yeah. He's That's just funny. a business owner trying to make a living. <laughs> this right. is his dream, okay, you guys? It's his dream to have a restaurant. Uh, eating black food is like eating death. That one made me laugh a lot. <laughs> and I didn't, I was like, what is what Yeah, is, I didn't agree with that. But no, that's the I thing, though. I, I, you know, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Olives. Olives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, that is the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. Indeed. Happy Thanksgiving. So what is next? A game. A game? Well, you might, you could type your notes on your phone. That's true. You don't have to like. Hi. Hi. You got one? Haley, the PA, found a pen. Okay. So, uh, for the filmmaker, he was very inspired, he says, by um, Baroque, um, like, Flemish Dutch artwork. I love art and art history. Um, this is not a time period I know a lot about. I know Rubens, and that was about it. So, I thought it would be fun to play a little game where we put up one of these masterworks and my two co-hosts have to tell us what they think the title of this piece is and what the subject, the message, perhaps where this was hung, anything that comes to mind of, of the piece. Scott, would you, or, or Haley, could somebody be our timer for 30 seconds for each piece, please? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Get, yeah, get the art flowing. Okay. okay. And the first image is thus. Wait, am I not in order? Where am I starting? It should be in order. Yeah. should be one on the top. Okay. You found the number one. Yeah. Yeah. A title and what, what's going what's on? What's going on in this picture? And Scott is helping all of us at home. You can play along by um, seeing the picture on the screen and telling us what you think. What you think's happening here? Really take it in. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. For our first masterwork, what uh, what do you have? What do you have, Caleb? We'll start with you. Okay. So uh, the title of this is called My Sunday Morning. <laughs> um, and this is an de- uh, accurate depiction of uh, me shopping at Trader Joe's. <laughs> I see the little red cart in the background. Yeah, yeah. So, Caleb, your eye is very good. It's very, um, 
it's a smaller store, you know. Yeah, so, uh, they've got plants at Trader Joe's. You know, so, I mean, I, if you look closely, you can yeah. see the person just standing there blocking everyone from getting the baby carrots. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I just There's want baby, baby carrots. Oh, yeah. And they're just looking up and down, like, looking for, like, celery or something, yeah. you know, which yeah. isn't there. It's not you know? right there. It's, it's further down. Sure. Do you not shop here every week? <laughs> Trader Joe's is a massacre and we love it because we are savages. What about you? Um, I think this is the title of this piece is Young Vader. Young uh, Vader. Young Vader. And this is the is scene. This the Jedi Temple? This is the scene after people um, running out of the theater after watching episode one. <laughs> I love it. George Lucas couldn't have done it better. Yeah, he could not have. <laughs> well, you guys have really good guesses. This is The Massacre of the Innocents by Rubens, and it's depicting The Massacre of the Innocents close. from uh, Matthew in the Bible. Okay. From whom? Matthew in the Bible. Matthew. Okay. In the Bibli. Okay. Here we have your second image. Time. So, you can see... A lot of action in this picture. We see a lot of red. We see a lot of um, sort of a creamy color. <laughs> we have... That might be a shaves lounge. <laughs> and if any of these, like, are wrong, Time. people of the internet, don't get mad at me. I'm just doing my best here. Time. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll do the same order. Caleb. that's okay um so the title of this one is um baby it's cold outside (laughs) (laughs) everyone's favorite christmas classic and um yeah it's uh you know on the left you've got a figure trying to coerce you know uh, a young date you know that uh he would really like to stay and uh, she's saying, my brother won't like that. Yeah. You, you need to go. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that seems right in kind of a Norman Rockwell <laughs> version of it. Um, how about you, Neil? Um, I, um, I believe that this is actually called uh, Mime. Mime. Mime, yes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it depicts the, um, what I believe to be a young woman. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting the side of the glass box. It's <laughs> perfect. What's the action from the gentleman character? Well, he's trying to grab her, but the, the glass wall's in the way, so he cannot reach out to her. He doesn't know how mime works. Well, yeah, exactly. he's like, oh, point, point, bonk, there's a wall there. I can't, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> can't, can't get to her. You guys both had really, really good answers, but this is The Death of Semele by Rubens, and that's from the Greek <sighs> myth of Zeus and Semele. Um... He revealed himself in all his full thunder glory, and it killed her frail human self. Wow. Um, And before her body was even cold, Zeus had snatched from it the six-month unborn child, sewn it into his thigh, and when the thigh child was born, that was Dionysus. Not Perseus? Yeah. So that's what's happening there, but also... We were close, Caleb. Now this one, you're going to recognize from the movie we reviewed... Okay. Yeah. This uh, is prominent in the film. 
and it's up on like a fresco on the wall. And I'm sure when he talks about, you know, being inspired by paintings, it was probably like really specifically he wanted to make this scene. And Michael Gambon and Tim Roth and all the little hench people, they all wear these red sashes as well, which was, I don't know that that's common for gangsters. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Caleb. Uh, I'm going to call this one um, a meeting of the clan. Um, (laughs) And this is the look I got when I walked in on the meeting. (laughs) Like the the record scratched. They all stopped and turned and looked. I and I lo- slowly backed out. I would love it if you actually threw a match in the room. <laughs> that would be perfect. But, you know, next time. Um, I love it. And I think that that is what Fran Halls <laughs> had in mind when he painted it. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> so I think this painting is called Florida. <laughs> Um, and I believe this is Ron DeSantos' Thanksgiving. Is that him? Is that's that Ron? Him right there. That's Ron right there. Oh my god, right that is, is Ron. <laughs> Shit. I invited all his friends. I love that this guy's got like this sassy like hand on He's the hip. He's got a hand on his hip. Yeah. Like, Put I your love hand him. on your hips. So Caleb and I were close actually <laughs> together. If you dip, we dip. They mistakenly call this the banquet of the officers at St. George. No, 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 no. No, I, and this was, um, Shows the officers at their farewell banquet, having just ended their three-year tenure. The seating arrangement reflects their ranks, just like Michael and his men. But I think we all know what it actually depicts. And here we have number four. (laughs) (laughs) This picture makes me smile. It makes my face hurt from smiling. And I will say, we're having a lot of fun here. These are literal goddamn masterworks, and they're absolutely gorgeous. But let's just let's just take a little bit of the the seriousness out of it. <laughs> I love this child's hand. Aww. Kayla. All right. Um, so this was uh, just a mock-up um, for the TV show Our Gang. Uh, on the right there, you've got Alfalfa. Yes. <laughs> you were missing the iconic point because of his chapeau. <laughs> uh, on the far left, you've got Marla. Um, originally, Pete the dog was going to be a goat. He was going to be a goat. <laughs> Damn. Who's in the middle? Um Spanky? I, I, I sure. <laughs> I think that's Spanky. I just used all of my Hour King knowledge there. <laughs> I like how Alfalfa is really showing us a little leg. Showing off the new legging. Yes, Neil. Uh, yeah, so I could have sworn that this was the painting titled, Hey, Baby. Um, and what's happening you here... You think they're cruising? That, well, what they're doing is they are... The goat is basically carrying the middle child um, into town, and they're going to sell that child for beans. <laughs> any any kind that they could get. Because magic just, beans to their. They lucky. can't afford three. Yeah, three is too much. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Two is okay, but three no. Yeah. So, so this is another piece. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Just look look at look at this. Like, if I can make it bigger, if it will let me make it bigger, mm-hmm. it won't let me. Look at this goat's face. That yeah. goat is loving this. 
But I, 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 I think so. That. That goat is like, would you like to live a life delicious? <laughs> yes, he is giving major black Phillip. Yes. Um, they actually called this one Portrait of Three Children with a Goat. <laughs> I love the titles of those. It's titles. just like very on the nose. Number five is a very sassy picture. Beautiful color, a lot of movement and motion. A lot of fun happening in this picture. We have straw, we have swords, we have a feather in the cap. All things children love. And a very nice boot. Oh, there it is. There it is. All right. They're very inspired. They're very inspired by this. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, this is. George the arithmetic horse. Um, <laughs> so the person riding the horse sure. said, George. George. What is five plus three? Uh-huh. And George went one bat 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 <laughs> bat, bat, bat eight times. Uh, the two people on the bottom are uh-huh. like they don't know math very well. They don't know it. They're they're going, is that right? Because they took a bet between each other. They didn't think that he they, could they do it? They didn't think that he could do it. Yeah, so... <laughs> fools. Fucking fools. <laughs> Don't mess with George. What are the other two people doing? And the other horse? The other uh, horse there's the trainer all. and the handler. Yeah. And that horse is just um, If fun. George gets it wrong, he gets stabbed by that uh, <laughs> sword there. So you're going to lose your arithmetic and, horse and if, very and if And if the people on the ground get it wrong, then yeah. they get stabbed. Obviously, they got it wrong. Yeah. So they're about to be stabbed. Uh, the guy sure. going like, mm, is mad about it. <laughs> I'm so mad I'm getting stabbed. No, he clearly got stabbed once. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least in one. the head. First well, one. this isn't his first arithmetic right. pony. <laughs> That's how they should teach kids math, because I think it would really improve our... Our, our STEM. Uh, how about you? Uh, my title is called Portrait of a Man on Horse with Sword and Three Men Looking at Said Man Who is on the Horse. Oh, that's really good. Um, and, um, yeah. yeah, and what's happening here basically is uh, the guy on the horse has went through a, a McDonald's drive through Yeah. So, and the man I is, see the arches. Yeah, you see the right there. The arches behind him. So, yeah. And the, the guys are just, you know. They're just like, whoa, you got whoa. a Big Mac? You're so lucky. Yeah, he looks, the, <laughs> the guy in black looks really like, what? What are you doing? He's like, whoa, dude, you get a McFresh? What's up with that? So McFresh. <laughs> so this is a painting by Peter uh, Van Dyke. Uh, Von Dyke? Van Dyke? Ooh. Um, St. Martin dividing his cloak. So this is St. Martin. He was a soldier and um, he saw a man who really needed some warmth and he cut his cloak in half and gave it to him. And um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would <laughs> that think was very that, nice of him. I would think that St. Martin shouldn't look so crabby. About it, <laughs> he was happy to give up half his half his clothes. But who am I? Who am I to judge him? No. Okay, and we're ready for number six. <laughs> it's a very serious piece. Notice the gorgeous lace detail, the way the fabric folds. That is insane to me that anybody has that eye-hand coordination to make that. Scott, you seem like you might have an answer to this one. 
All right, Caleb, what do you see? All right, so this is uh, a still from the movie Multiplicity. Um, and this is uh, Doug's one, two, and three. Oh, my God! They haven't made number four yet, the copy of the copy, which isn't quite yeah. as clear. But right. Oh, my God, this is Very Multiplicity. Nice. Very nice, Very Caleb. Yes, Neil. <laughs> I thought this was uh, the, the painting called Milky Way. Um <laughs> And it's basically it's the it's the, the test screening of the chocolate bar mascot. The chocolate bar mascot. Yeah. I don't know the, 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 the musketeer. <laughs> the musketeer. The three musketeers. Three, three oh, musketeers. The three musketeers. Milky Way musketeer. Very different candy. I um, blew that one pretty good. So <laughs> the you, three musketeers. Thing. You might Actually, not be it's wrong, just you though. missed one ingredient. One has caramel. <laughs> the other does not. It's one. Otherwise, it's virtually one, the same candy nougat bar. Nougat is a great word. Um, Scott, uh, but what, a terrible for candy bars. Scott, what do you <laughs> see? I, I see two answers. Okay. The inspiration to Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. <laughs> you got to start with yourself. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to put this photo up right here. The uh, the, the the original school photo. <laughs> uh, yes. I love it. Uh, Charles the First in Three Positions by Anthony Van Dyke. Again, the Mr. Van Dyke. You know, I really feel like my phone was auto-correcting some of these names, <laughs> so I'm kind of winging the names. Uh, okay. It's like D-Y-C-K. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's Dyke or Dick, but... Um, let's say that it is by Dick Van Dyke. Sure. <laughs> now Peter, Peter Dick Van Dyke. There you go. Peter Dick Van Dyke. Nailed it. Here is number seven. Oh, whoops. Let me get to seven. I love the child's face <laughs> in yellow. I live for that expression. We have jewelry. Oh, we have a Jesus. lot of finery. Um, lot of uh, don't finery. start the clock yet. I'm still thinking. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, fuck. Can I pass? Yeah. No, you cannot. I still got nothing. Caleb, you know this. <sighs> this episode has proven to people that you know art. You are on an intimate <laughs> first name basis. And I think your answers have been fired. Don't doubt yourself now. Now we're so close to the end. <laughs> Meanwhile, Neil is just scribbling yeah, away. Yeah, Neil. Neil's just bad. Look into their eyes. Look into the subject's eyes. I'm going to give them a few more seconds. Okay. Note the hands. See the hands. I see the hands. Thank you. Hi. See the roughs. <laughs> For me, I would call this piece Some Like It Rough. Because okay. it's roughs. Um, but that's just me. And I think this child's wearing Yoda's blanket. How about you? Uh, this is called Pilgrims on Three. One, two, three. Pilgrims! <laughs> <laughs> that was the first football game <laughs> that they ever played on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my gosh, Caleb, I knew you knew this. <laughs> I would wear that outfit 10, 10 out of 10. How about you? Well, yeah. So initially, um, I was not a college ruffles. <laughs> um, ruffles have like ridges. Have ridges. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the more I looked at it, the more I think it actually I mistakenly uh, this is actually this this one was called side eye. Side eye. <laughs> because that the That's guy a fierce side the eye. The guy's like, well, man, I just shouldn't just use the condom. <laughs> <laughs> I love the kid that's got like a finger on mother's bracelet too. <laughs> he has side eye. We got a side eye here. We got well, a side eye. He's side eyeing. They're all side eyeing. <laughs> well, I guess they're just they don't like mom. That's what it looks like, huh? This is the family of John Bruchel. The Elder by Rubens. Rubens. Mom Rubens. and child are looking over to the right, like 
oh my god, is the dog pooping on the floor again? <laughs> and the father's oh, just yeah. like, every day. Every day of my Yeah, life. he's like, I didn't want that fucking thing to begin with. I don't want these fucking kids. I don't want this fucking And then dog. the little girl's over there like, I see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am dead. Okay, here is number eight. We're going to ten, so we're so close. Okay. We're so close here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like producer Scott might have an answer. You can see a lot of this one lion, maybe more than you ever wanted to see of a lion. You can really get in there. Some of these lions look crabby. We have lady lions and gentleman lions. Oh, this one with a plum. I got We're going to go with time. you first. We're doing you first then. Okay, okay. Um, this painting is called... It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and um, the gentleman is clearly a lion insemination technician. So this is what inspired Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yes, I think so. And wasn't that his job in Red Dragon? Is he, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> he did that with the turkey baster? I think that was his job, yes. That's why he was so crabby? Is that what he's got in his hand right there? Or is that... You have never seen... <laughs> if you have never seen a lion pout... That's it right there, yes. Yeah. How about you, Neil? I mean, sorry, Caleb, whoever's over there. I'm sorry. I, I, um, I titled this one, If I'm Lying, I'm Dying. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's Daniel in the lion's den, but... Obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, see, I'm on kind of the same wavelength with Scott. I it's thought Uncle that John with the lions. <laughs> I felt that this was an audition for the Lion King, and this actor got in there and he realizes his competition, and he's just praying like, "Oh, please let me get the toucan, just something. I need, I need the work. I need something on my resume." So that's not Buffalo Bill, is what you're saying? No. I. That's my interpretation. Or, or Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, they're in the background. Okay, and number nine. Oh, you can almost hear and smell this painting. Wow. Um, There's a lot going on in this one. There's a lot of movement. Yeah. And this was originally would have been a giant mural in someone's home. So this is huge. This picture is huge. Um, I hope you like red and I hope you like yellow. That's what's happening in this picture. And the horses are back from previous episode. I don't know if that's the arithmetic horse, but... Caleb will probably clear that up for us. Okay. Speaking of, so now we've talked about photos and pictures, and now we're getting, like, the porn picture spam. So that's cool. <laughs> um, how, oh, yeah. uh, how about you, Caleb? Uh, this is called What I Gotta Do to Get a Hippo and Crocodile Sando. What I gotta do? What I gotta do. You gotta do a lot. I mean, obviously one person can't do it. On the ground there, on the bottom right. Yeah. Uh, he failed epically. Oh, fatality. There, is there a, is there a leopard in there too? Uh, I don't know if it's like just. Or a is skin. that just a skin? I think it's just okay. a skin. All right. So they're trying to make a, a hippo and 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 alligator or crocodile club sandwich, mm-hmm. and it's failing. It's failing. I love the horse in the middle's expression. Like, how did I get into this? This was me watching the cook, the thief. <laughs> I was like, what, what did I do in my life to deserve this? Um, Neil. Yes. What do you What do you feel? Uh, I believe the painting's name was um, Mama, 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 Alligator Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And what they're doing actually is they are building um, a golf course in Palm Springs. Oh, I see the palm trees. Yeah. This is great. Yes. Do you usually use um, these little dagger things and spears to build a golf well, you, course? I, I mean, it's, first it's, you have to clear the. You got to clear the land. It's a lesser, uh, you know, per, less preferred way to manage your your labor, which is your your cost. Your, you want to cut costs. Your, you know, your hippo and your alligator, but <laughs> it's just like in poltergeist. Basically, yes. Yeah. Just like that. Just so they like, called this. This is a gritty, realistic retelling of Noah and the Ark. <laughs> Good on the fucking ship. Um, yeah, I like that. So this was the hippopotamus and crocodile hunt by Rubens. Um, apparently, a lot of European aristocrats liked to have these huge, dramatic, large-scale hunting scenes in their, like... Makes sense. Dining rooms. How that okay. would just... Yeah. We're going to go out Final on a one. high note. Number 10. There is a right answer <laughs> to what we are seeing in this painting. I actually had this commissioned. <laughs> Did you? Mm-hmm. A lot of work went into this. You guys don't even remember sitting for this portrait. Oh, I remember. You do remember? Oh, I remember. Okay. Felt like so long ago. It was before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We got some sassy children in this picture. Sassy little children. <laughs> Caleb, what do you see? Uh, this is the Colt Show Three promo pick. Perfect. <laughs> so yes. Thank you. That is the, the right this answer. This is the autograph <laughs> yeah. picture that we send out um, depicting the three of us. Oh, if you buy an autograph, we yeah. will do that. Yeah. <laughs> Which one sure. is each For of us? Sure. Okay, so Neil is on the on the left. Looking uh, on the stairs. I'm in the middle, and Sandra's on the right. So I'm in the red gown. Yes. Neil's in the silver shoe. And you've got the sassy hand upon your hip when you dip. dip. When I dip, you dip. dip. We dip. Yeah. I love your hair in this picture. I I do, too. (laughs) It really catches the light. I mean, it's and it's not even a wig. That's the I mean, we had that hair person we had that day was fire. Fire. So in my hand, I'm holding space face. And then on the (laughs) stairs, that's producer Scott. and (laughs) (laughs) The artist decided to depict them as birds. What do you see, Neil? Um, so this painting is actually titled um, The Conjuring 5, Annabelle 3, The Conjuring Wins. <laughs> I love it. I um, love it. Yeah, and it's just about three, three creepy-ass haunted children and yeah. two birds. It's just a money stuff. grab at that yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> It's just a money plot. Campaign. What plot? We don't if need a plot. Being, if we're being honest, we would wear these outfits for free. Um, you, I yeah. have that hat. Right. You'd wear these little pantaloons. No, I always do. <laughs> I'm talking about. And I look like I've lost a finger. <laughs> Probably one of the birds. That yeah. Probably. <laughs> Um, the, so, the, guy, the, the one on the left is holding out the hand like, behold, birds. <laughs> I bring you birds. This is another one by Dick Van Dyke, and it is the Balby children. What children? The Balby children. Balby. Which was us. This is our a past All right. life. All right. You guys did a great job. Sure I'm so job. proud. Thank you, Sandra, for pulling together some art for us. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That is my pleasure. Don't you don't have to. And you know what? I learned that Dick Van Dyke was a great Renaissance artist. Every Van Dyke. All of the, yes, all, all the Van Dykes. Yeah, they use their beards. <laughs> they paint with their beards. A little point. Oh man, okay. that was awesome. Thank you. 
Yeah. Join us What's for my birthday episode. <laughs> we will be talking about the house. Yes. Where's it at? Where's that house? Where's that house? It's on a... Is it on a... Haunted? It's kind of like... Is it a, on like a slope? Not quite a slope. Uh, an apex. Close. A cliff. Mm. I think it's the house on Haunted Cliff. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. The original? The original. House on Haunted Hill. Oh, Hill, yes. Should it's we watch Hill. the black and white or the new colorized version? That's going to be up to you, but I would recommend the black and white. <laughs> um, for an evening with Vinny. Yep. My cousin Vinny. Cool. All right. So that's in two weeks? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Sandra is turning yet another year older. Wow. Yep. That's exciting. Unless she's from Orc, and then she's going backwards. She's going backwards? That could be it, too. Well, I'm, I'm trying to Benjamin Button myself. Okay. <laughs> but it's not, I have to eat the buttons off my uniform like the kid in the movie. <laughs> if you figure out how to do it, please let me know. We'll meet in the middle. <laughs> I could use some help. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, everyone, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you so much for joining us. It was great to see everyone again. And, um, yeah. Uh, Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Laura, Mindy, Tommy, Mark Vision's Truth, and I saw Space uh, space Face, Spacey popped in there at one point. Thanks, Sexbot. Um, Thank you, Sexbot, of course. Um, If you're free later, come by my house. (laughs) Otherwise, goodbye. One more. Uh, I might want it to say the other one. Oh, sorry. I thought you liked to be the last one. No! The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.